What's up, everybody? Welcome to... <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Welcome to Alphabets, everybody. Happy to... You caught me mid-swig, brother. You caught me mid-swig. Mm-hmm. You got to time it, man. You got to time it. My timing is all off. It's all off two today. minutes of intro, I get everything done. The whole day. Yeah, Boom, I know. Right Go there. to the bathroom, everything during the intro, run, right? Run, run, run. Give the dog a Kong. Fill the peanut butter so he leaves me alone. <laughs> yeah. No, what's up, everybody? It's good to see you guys here. It's good to see you guys here. We got Anna on tonight. Uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun. Mm-hmm. Talk about some stuff, you know? Um, Stacy, <laughs> Stacy. Hello, Miss Wallen. Long time no see. I see Thanks you. Wallen in the I house. see you in the chat. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm all over the place tonight. It's been a good day. It's been a good yeah. day. Yeah, I loved yeah. enjoying. I enjoyed the circus that is our government today. It's amazing. They uh, they all got. Uh, my man Zelensky walked around the Capitol today like he owned the place, didn't he? It's because he does own the place. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, he does. He does. <laughs> it's amazing. It yeah, is man. amazing. It's wild. It is wild. Yeah, everybody. Uh, there's a pretty good chance that Rumble is still having problems. Yeah, they got hit with another another uh, cyber attack today. I wonder why they're going after the free speech platform. A lot of people were talking about it because the J6 videos that came out and they were all over Rumble. All I know is on my other computer over here, it is acting up. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What do you do, though, right? What do you do? We just just roll with it. We just roll with it and do our best, you know? Nothing the enemy does, Israel, is going to stop what's coming. No amount of censorship, no amount of cyber attacks is going to stop what God has ordained and what God is going to do. Nothing can stop what God has ordained. Nope. Think about that for your personal life, for all the people that try and come after you. Mm-hmm. Just tell them, guess what? You can hate on me. You can be a troll. You can do anything you want, but you can't stop what God ordained. Nope. Nope. No, you <laughs> cannot. Trying to, this thing is just going wild. What's it oh doing? Oh, my gosh. Mine's working good. Um, lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Okay. Well, so... Okay. This is how corny I am. So I went and tried to watch a little bit more of that uh, movie that is all over TikTok. Even Dan Bongino mentioned it today. And he was like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to scare you. He's like, but that movie, uh," he said, a little creepy. It basically a little creepy. The fact that the Obama, again, the Obamas had a big deal. Hey, I can hear myself. But anyway, so I got to the scene where it had the map of the U.S. and it said massive cyber attack affects a lot of the U.S. And it had the little uh, the little thing on the side that uh, said like moderate, severe, like, you know, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. And why is it I'm looking where my county was? It's like, oh, looks like I'm <laughs> going to be good. <laughs> It's because there's nothing to cyber attack. Right, right. Hey, hey, I, just, I, mean, I, I just, am in the country. Hey, I'm not I saying it's a bad like, thing. I was like, not we're saying good. It's a bad thing. All good here. All good here. According to the map, I'm going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, Did you see uh, the whole thing with uh, Cohen, Michael Cohen? 
No, I did not. Michael Cohen, uh, they his attorneys are, are trying to get him released. Yeah. And they put all this stuff together. I thought he was of, released. My man's doing a podcast. Please tell me that I read something that's super old. I think I read something super old. That's okay. I do know. Oh, by the I way, who's Lainey Wilson? Yeah, she's a country singer. Oh. Yeah, I feel special. I feel special. You know, I feel special. I got a TikTok. I got a Telegram message from Lainey Wilson. <laughs> no, this is this is from December 12th. This is from Technofog. Oh, okay. Maybe he's on Michael, some kind of like house. Michael Cohen's uh, bid for early termination of supervised supervised release encounters a roadblock. There you go. There you go. He's super. He's he's out. Supervised but release. Kind of like in a halfway house or something, I guess. You know, some kind of. They I know they they let him out because he was the star witness in Letitia James' uh, fraud trial and uh, did not go the way that she thought when he got on the stand. He basically admitted to perjuring himself in front of Congress. Yeah. His attorneys, they made up cases in support of Cohen's release. The judge noticed, as far as the court can tell, none of these cases exist. Okay. What? They don't do yeah. that. Lawyers don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. The court contacted the clerk of court, clerk of the court for the United States Court of Appeals of the Second Circuit, who found no record of any of the three decisions. Cohen's attorney now must explain why he doesn't deserve sanctions. Ouch. That's from Technofog. I like it. I was going to say, I was like, I thought that was recent. Sometimes good, good I read things from Technofog and it's old. You know? Sometimes you got to check the date. Technofog, man. One of the best. One of the best. What is this? Who is this guy? Closing. Who? I get these random texts. I don't know how they got my number. From all these campaigns. I'm not a registered, I'm not, I'm an independent. You're an Why independent are you bothering now. me? Why are you bothering me? Yeah. Who Who is Ryan Zinke? Who is Ryan? Does anybody know? Served as Trump's Secretary of Interior. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm also running for Congress. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I got block. What the heck, <laughs> man? I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, I hope yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. doing good in the chat. Uh, yeah, Anna will be joining us shortly. Um, should we do the prayer now or wait till yeah, she sure, gets on the show? It. Okay, let's do the prayer. All right. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you and we just give you all the glory, Father, for every single thing that you are doing in our lives. Each and every day, you just breathe that life into our lungs. You bring us to another day and you just continue to lift the veil and show us uh, the true nature of the world that we live in. Uh, Father, we humble ourselves each and every day before you, and we know that uh, each day is not guaranteed. And uh, we just thank you for all of our loved ones um, in our family, all of our friends, and we just know that you are with us, that you are walking with us, that you are guiding us, Father, and that you are leading us down our path to victory. Uh, we know that each and every day that your arms are around us, that you are protecting us. You're protecting my family and Israel's family and everybody here in this chat tonight and anybody that comes across this video, Father, we know that you are with us. That is the one constant that we have in our lives is you, Father, that we know your arms are around us, that your, your army of angels are with us, and that there is no sling, no arrow, no attack from the enemy that can do us any harm. Father, we know that we live in a world just full of deceptions and lies and just complete chaos right now. And 
and it is you who we seek out each and every day for the truth. We seek you out for that wisdom and for that discernment that you have blessed so many of us with. We are so thankful for all of the revelations that you uh, give us each and every day. And uh, Father, we are thankful for our true president, our true president of this great republic, Donald J. Trump and his family. And we know that you are with them and walking with them and guiding them as well. And that there is no attack from the enemy that will harm them. Uh, they are doing everything they can and uh, nothing has worked up till now because you just cannot mess with your anointed. And we know this and uh, we are just so thankful for that. Uh, Father, each and every day uh, we look to you. We look to you for our answers. Uh, we are thankful for uh, every blessing, every blessing, even the little ones that we take for granted. Father, we just thank you so much for everything that you do in our lives. Uh, you've just shown so many of us um, things within ourselves. You've shown you've uh, you've exposed talents that many of us didn't even know that we had. You exposed courage that many of us didn't know that we had, and we are just so thankful for everything, every single thing that you do in our lives. We just are so thankful. Uh, we are thankful for your constant pursuance of each and every one of us. We know that your hand is forever stretched out, Father, just waiting for us to grab it. We thank you for your patience and for your love. And Father, we thank you for the many good men and women in this country that are working feverishly to help us restore this great republic. We know there are more good than bad in this country, Father. And we just uh, we thank you for giving so many the courage to stand up and do the right thing. And we know that when the time is right, you will completely lift that veil and that many people will have no choice but to look at the truth. The truth, the true nature of the things that have been going on in this world, and many of us will have to um, be front and center and just see these things as they take place, knowing that you are with us and that uh, on the other side of all this, Father, that we are going to see and we are going to do things that we never thought humanly possible. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for that revelation. We thank you for the victory that is at hand, for we declare it and we receive it and we know it is going to happen. And uh, no matter what the enemy does, no matter what kind of fear they try to throw against us, Father, we know that it is you that is with us. Uh, Father, we thank you as always for the true prophets. And uh, we know that you are you are speaking through many, that you are using many in this uh, in this spiritual warfare that we find all of us in. And we just know that you will continue speaking and that you will continue protecting each and every one of them. Father, we thank you for this community, this wonderful Alphavets community that we have here. And we know that... Uh, with you guiding us, that um, that this community will just continue to grow and that we will just continue to spread this message far and wide all over this country and all over the world. Uh, for it is with you that we find all of our hope and faith in, Father, and we just thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. See Anna? Is Anna? Is she here? She's here! Everybody! Hey. Anna's here! One second. Anna's One here! Second. Oh, okay. I hear her. I hear her. <laughs> oh, it's my camera. <laughs> hey, guys. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Uh, we can hear you. One second. I, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, you might want to pop me out. Pop me back in. Mm -mm. I, got, I got the wrong... Okay. Hold on. I got this. What'd you do? I got this. What'd you do? I, I didn't do anything. I Well, I did something, but don't worry. I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it. Nobody puts baby in the corner, Israel. <laughs> I got it. Hey. 
Hey! How are you doing? How are you doing, Anna? It's good to see you. By God's grace, doing well. It's so good to be here. And praise God for that prayer. Amen. That's powerful. Amen. 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 Well, it's, you know, it's been a long time since we've been on the show. I know. We saw each other in, I think it was Vegas. You gave me we did. an update. I was with Pastor Ruth. I was like, oh my goodness. So praise God. I was so excited to hear that. <laughs> I know Ruth had... Fun. I know Ruth had no idea uh, who I was. She has just Me like either. Bo had no idea who Chris was. Well, yeah. you know what it is? When you meet people in person, there's always something, obviously, you know, profile pictures on Facebook. They always look, you know, 10 years younger. With you guys, it was not that you didn't you didn't look who, like, you know, you are on camera. It's just Chris is so tall. He was so tall, and then there's Israel, and it's like, wait, who are oh, these? And then, and, and then there's me, she says. <laughs> <laughs> he's so oh, short yeah, you're sitting you go like the same height but it's it's like whoa this giant you know like wow Chris, you could never i would never know chris you're like seven foot tall i would never know <laughs> yeah he, he's yeah. he's pretty he's pretty tall he, i'm just a gentle giant just a gentle giant <laughs> no but anna so it's good to see you what what have you been up to how's how's everything been going oh really really good i was so excited i just launched my website that's been in the works for almost four years now, praise the Lord, um, which I can talk about a little later, but that's kind of what I've been up to. I've been unpacking. I'm flying out seven in the morning tomorrow to Tulare, California for Clay Clark's event. So I heard there's like two more coming, one in January, one in June and one in October. There's like two more Clay Clark events, but we're praying that it keeps going because it's so fun to travel around the country, meet amazing patriots, amazing people, and you know, rally together, pray together, you know, see miracles happen. People give their life to Jesus. So it's just been really incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, even in Vegas watching you and Ruth um, just do your thing. It's uh, it, it's it's remarkable of, of how much how much you guys put into it. Like I know like because Vegas was Chris and mine first time and we didn't really know what to expect going down there. We didn't really know. Uh, even getting to the media back room, it was just a big question mark. But man, I seen you guys coming down. You got the whole crew. You got you got the cameras. I'm like, this is that's legit. Like, you guys had it all set up, and you know, you and Ruth just speaking the word to people. When we prayed over by the front, that was a powerful moment. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just it's great. So it 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 is really good to see uh, people like yourselves and Ruth who go that extra mile to. You know, chase people down. I should I shouldn't say chase people down, but you know, give them the time to show them that you care about the people, you care about people's lives. And in the most important part, especially like what I say with this great awakening, is having Jesus, is 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 understanding Jesus, the spiritual awakening part of it. And um so I admire that of of how you guys uh go through everything. But um yeah, it's just uh it's good to see you. And, yeah. uh, you know, um, you know, on that point, oh, first of all, all glory to Jesus. Um, first absolutely. of all, second of all, you know, I have a booth there, right? So I, I have a booth and I have people that come up and the Lord has a word, you know, the Lord has a word or I'll feel really, I'll just discern in the spirit. They're going through something. They need prayer. Um, someone is very anxious. They need Jesus. I mean, there's always, it's ministry, right? It's like 24 seven. You can't turn it off. Right. So <laughs> And it's some people do. Some people just praise Jesus on Sunday and, and think they're like a real, you know, Christian. They don't realize <laughs> there's such thing as lukewarmness and Jesus right. that it can spit you out. So 
it's really being on fire for the Lord. You can't be on fire for the Lord without reading the word. You have to read the word. You got to read the word. You got to be cognizant of him. You got to praise him. Even little things, you know, just all day long. Thank you, Lord. So beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. Like just that joy, that passion that, and that, and that's what people are attracted to. That's why people are so drawn to people like Pastor Ruth and, you know, to you guys and, and you know, to, to many people. And it's, it's, that, it's that fire of the living God inside. And, you know, and you can't turn it off. It's like you can't turn, turn off, you know, just a water hose is just spraying water. Like you just can't. Why would you want to? I don't want to. I don't want to turn off. Your- no, I mean, no, I would literally die right away. I couldn't, I couldn't not praise God. I couldn't not be excited about the Lord. I, I could not pray for people. It's just part of your DNA, especially when you're born again from an atheist liberal to a radical Christian on fire, born again, Christian, you know, conservative. So to God be all the glory. <laughs> Absolutely. Question. Like when was your, when were you saved? Like just, just out of curiosity. I, I don't remember. Okay. So I was saved in 2016. In 20, that was, was it right after Survivor? Actually, no, no, no. I'm lying. It, well, not lying, Lord, forgive me, but it was um, 2017. I thought it was 2016. So 2016, yes. My So I filmed Survivor 2015. It aired in 2016, which is, by the way, crazy. It's actually on Netflix right now. Like, what? No, I watched I it. Like, through. They put my season <laughs> on there, but don't watch it because this was me pre-Jesus. My goodness. Oh, my, my, the first opening line I had, by the way, horrible, horrible, horrible. They like... I don't want to say they pressured me, but they kind of did. They kept asking me the same question. Do you use your looks in poker? No. Do you use your looks? Like, Come on, you got to. And they kept asking. And finally, I said something and they glued two sentences together. And I was literally in tears when they dropped the five minute promo for the season. <sighs> like, I was like, I was a hot mess. I'm like, yeah, and this is before Jesus. Like, this was like mortifying to me. Right. Anyway, um, hopefully you guys don't see it. But 2016 aired. <laughs> I know that's what to say. And it's actually so weird because now um, I, you know, you, you forget, you know, that, that people can watch it and it's access, accessible on Netflix. I was just the past few days, not actually in the past few weeks. There's a few people that came up like, you look familiar. I'm like, um, I don't think I've met you before. <laughs> and then another person said, you look really familiar. I'm like, mm, I don't think we've met before. And then I went to one of my um, an office that I'm friends with and I came there and the girl's like, you look familiar. I'm like, I don't think we've met before. And then I walk out and the next day I came back in and she goes, I asked my boss why you look so familiar. You were on Survivor. I just watched on Netflix. I'm like, oh, that's why I look familiar. I like totally went over my head, like totally over my head. You know what I mean? But right. anyway, um, it's just, it's just funny because you know, way different, but I gave my life in 2017 to the Lord, but it was a process. You know, there was things that the Lord was dealing with me. Like I was saved, but I didn't have a Christian family. I didn't have a Christian church. Like I didn't have Christians around me. So I didn't know to read the word. I was still living in some sin, you know, some big sin. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I had like, when I did meet some Christian friends, they told me, Oh, that's okay. You know, that's, that's fine. Like the Bible it's, it's outdated. That's not really a sin now. Like which is so dangerous. But anyway, but That's inside, I was convicted that it was wrong. And so the Lord, you know, really worked on me and found a church and plugged in. And really in 2018 was really when I gave my life to the Lord. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. It's been a five year journey so far, <laughs> which is actually kind of interesting because I mean, that whole time frame in between 2016 and 2020, I feel like so many people mm. have, have came back to the Lord. Like, I mean, me and Chris, our 2000, ours was 2016 of when we actually like, gave it over. Um, but like, like you said, 
I don't think I really started getting over like the big stuff until, you know, a couple years later. Um, Mm -hmm. Even, you know, again, we still all struggle down the Mm -hmm. walk of down, (laughs) down this walk, you know, the flesh tries to work its way back. It tries to insert itself and you got to smack it down because it's annoying and it just tries to tempt you, you know, that, you know, the deal it's, um, it's not a fun game. It's not a sin to be tempted, right? Jesus was right. It's, it, right. I know, I know you're not saying that, but of course it's it, the lust of the eyes, you know, the pride of life, everything that's available for us. It's so easy to literally watch porn on your phone. You go on Instagram and every girl on there is naked. Like I had to unfollow all these, you know, celebrities I used to follow. I can't, I just, mm-hmm. I don't even want to, men, women, doesn't matter. I don't want that in my eye gate. I don't want that in my ear gate. And it's so important to protect it, but I'm telling you the shield is also that shield of faith, um, which is really the word. If you, when you know the word, when I remember when I got saved, I heard the Lord, the Lord audibly tell me every word in the Bible is true. I heard it audibly clear. I said, really? And I asked what I said. I said, really, Lord, even the Virgin Mary birth. That's okay. You know, because in my mind, when I was an atheist, I'm like, these crazy Christians and these Catholics think that someone was born like with just a mom, you know, no dad, you know, Virgin Mary, are they out of their minds? You know, they, they're Lulu, you know, so loco. And um, no, the Lord told me everything and every word in the Bible is true. I heard it audibly and I thought, hmm, and I had such a desire to read the word. And I remember it was especially those first few years. I mean, by God's grace, it's kept up, but you know, you can lose that flame. But the first few years I was like reading the word. My mom, she, you know, was praying for me for over 20 years to get saved. You know, she would call all her, all of her nun friends and all her Christian Orthodox nun friends and say, Hey, you need to pray for my daughter. She's a heathen. She's a heathen. And and I remember what she told me when I got saved, she said, you know what they told me? They said, don't worry about her. Keep praying for her. Don't stop praying for her, but she will come to the faith and have more faith than you do. But the moment I, you know, got born again and the Lord told me that I had such a hunger and desire to read the word. She would wake up in the morning and I'm reading the Bible. She would go to bed and I'm still reading. Oh, I mean, for about, I'm not even kidding about maybe nine months, 10 months, every single day. At that time, I, you know, Survivor was just on air and I'm getting these like little jobs and stuff, like little appearances, little wedding appearance, birthday appearance, you know, Survivor, little things here and there. And it paid the rent because I asked the Lord, I'm like, do you want me to go to work? He goes, no, I'm going to stay home and read the word. And I said, okay. And I've learned just by that process, how faithful he is because he just told me to sit and read. So I just sat and read. And then when I had a bill due, I just said, Lord, you know, I just literally took up the envelope. I'm like, Lord, I have a bill due. What do I do? Do you want me to get a job? What do I, the next day, or usually actually even sometimes that same night, that same evening, I'll get a call. Hey, Anna, can you do this appearance tomorrow? It's at these kids thing. Sure. And they'd give me like a check for a thousand bucks. 500 bucks, 2000 bucks. And that stuff like paid exactly the bill for those months. It was really, and I learned that's what walking and living in faith is. That's what it is by to walk in the spirit, that God is your provider. No matter what situation you're in, God knows. You know, in fact, the Lord was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. First of all, the Lord, the Bible says he never forsake them, but he was really with them in the fire. So when you're really going through it and you're really being obedient, yes, and humble. You know, Shadrach, Nisha, and Abednego, they never said anything evil about the evil men that they were, you know, being ruled over by. They never cursed them. They always said, oh, honorable king, when they came. They always showed dignity and respect, even to a wicked king like Nebuchadnezzar. Wicked, okay? 
they they never talked back. They never said anything bad. I mean, if you read even First Corinthians four, Apostle Paul, which I was reading this morning, such a great chapter. Uh, Apostle Paul said, even when they persecute us, we blessed them. Even when they would try to hit us, we honored them. Right. So that is really the Christian walk. It's not easy by all means, but it's when you're full of the love and the joy of the Lord through his word and through communion with him. It's possible when someone's yelling in your face or a, you know, crazy purple haired liberal person's yelling at you, you're, you're Nazi, you know, you're to look at them in love because it's so easy to want to pick up a stone. And that's the really the message the Lord is going to have me share in, in Tulare, California. <clears throat> about a pastor Ruth this morning, not to keep going on and on, but the Lord said, I want you to take a stone up to the stage and talk about how we're so fast, even as Christians to pick up stones. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I, like, I, you have no, well, you probably do have, I mean, you do know, but at the same time, like that hits like so hard at home because you get all this stuff, and I watched your episode about with Aunt, or with Ruth about the spirit of retaliation and how the demonic forces they sit there and they 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 force these situations on people. The people may not be you know bad, but they could be being used by demonic forces, and they mm -hmm. push these scenarios to see what you do to to see your reaction to make you pick up that stone and fire back. Yes. And I'm, it happens all the time and I've gotten, I'm getting better. Like there are some days where I just want to, I just want to, you know, rip someone's head off and lose it. But, and then, you know, I, like I tell Chris, I tell everybody here is I hit that backspace a lot. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? But that's good. Israel. The fact that you right away repent. See, that's the key. Like the Bible said, Paul said, Everyone has fallen short. Everyone has sinned. Not one. There's one person that didn't sin, right? And he was God himself, right? So we've all sinned. Now, the point is you want to now just, the, the Bible says that the righteous man will fall, but he'll get up seven times. Like he'll, he'll keep getting up. He'll keep getting up. So it's about getting it up, repenting, saying, Father God, forgive me of this horrible fleshly reaction. Because here's the thing, you guys, we can't control how people act towards us, what they say, what they do, but we can control how we react to it. That you are always in control of. And look, I've dealt with, I don't think I've ever said this, but you know, my dad was a very angry dad. You know, he, he just for what, I mean, it was demonic, obviously spiritual. And it really came out in me and my sister, but he was so angry. Things would fly across the room and all of a sudden I'm getting older. And then I'm throwing things across the room. You know, someone gets me mad, you know, I'd like throw a plate, like throw, I never threw any utensils, but I like would throw, like I throw my slipper, I throw something, you know? And I realized, Ooh, this, this is spirit of anger. I said, Lord, when I got saved, I said, Lord, I don't want this. And the Lord even showed me it's because of, you know, rejection and abandonment. I, I felt a few times in my life, especially when my dad left and that spirit of anger. So it's so easy to like get back in the flesh and want to do it. But again, it's like, no, the Bible says, you know, just, just, bless them. And it's, again, it's not easy to do. That's why you want to pray in the spirit. That's why Apostle Paul would always pray in the spirit. That's why he could bless people when they curse him. You know, Jesus, look at Jesus. When Jesus was on the cross and he was being stabbed in the side, even, you know, I mean, he died when the, when the Romans stabbed him, but even being spit on and spat on and cursed at, and he's, he's on the, he's on the cross and he was looking at them, not with anger and disgust, he was looking at the Romans, the centurions. He was looking at the Jewish people, the people that were cursing him and mocking him. And he was looking at them in, with love. 
because he knew them. In fact, he knew the name of every child they have. He knew their future kids and grandkids. He loves them and he knows them. And it's that ability to, re it's really through love, you guys. There's no way you can be cursed at and scorned and mocked and slandered. People in your face, you feel spit falling on your face. I've been there. It's so, it, it, the only way you can get through it is by love. That is the, that's why the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. And it, I think it's in Proverbs 16 where it says it's, it's, it, it is an honor for a man when they can overlook offenses. It's mm -hmm. their honor. And it's not easy, but it's possible. All things are possible through Christ. Because here, I was, I'm going to share this real quick. There was a testimony I was just watching. This African, I mean, maybe when you guys are talking, I'll share the link in the chat or something. But there is this massively powerful, you know, obviously no one as powerful as Jesus, Warlock. He was one of the um, grandmasters of all of Africa. He was one day old, literally on his, when he was born, he was married to the queen witch that ruled over all of Africa. I mean, everyone would come to her, right? <laughs> Married to her when he was born. Okay. He had such power as a three-year-old, five-year-old because of the, the sacrifices he would do and they would do as, as a kid. He had so much power. He would go into psychics, um, you know, quarters and they would yell for him to leave because he was taking their power. He was three years old, four years old. So he would astro project at five. I mean, crazy things, right? Um, never knew the love of God had, you know, abusive parents, this and that. He was sharing the story. He was sharing about these Christians that he couldn't touch. They were the only ones in his whole career as a warlock where he couldn't touch them. And he said these, these, these three women would gather to pray. They ha actually had a covenant they made together. It was three women and a pastor. And they had a covenant. 90 days of continuous prayer. They would meet together six hours a day, pray in the spirit, worship, pray. Six hours a day. And they made a covenant that if they got one of the mists a day, they have to start over. Meaning day one, day two, day three, day four. And they were, they had 20 days left. Listen to the story, 20 days left. He went, this is what really broke him and, and he was started to realize the power of Jesus. He went to a satanic conference and there was a there was, was a gathering of these warlocks and, and witches, and they said, We have to have an emergency meeting right now. And they all got together and they said, for some reason, our powers, we just, we don't have as much power. Something's happening. Something's happening. So they started like hexing and vexing and, you know, whatever they do. And the devil told them, the devil showed them their names and the devil showed them what they're doing. The devil showed them the fast and they showed them they have tw if, if 20 days, they keep this up within 20 days, they will not be able to have any power in Africa for, for 70 years. They lose their power for 70 years. That's what the devil told them. Okay. So this warlock was like, oh no, that's not going to happen. You know, he, he's on fire for the devil, you know, literally. So he goes, no, 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 we're going to, so he starts fasting for the devil, starts fasting and sacrificing. And, you know, he didn't sleep. He did not sleep. He's, and the Lord would show him details of each person. And this is the crazy thing. He would meet with the witches the next day. These witches and warlocks had notes. You guys listen to this. These witches, the, the demons told them their familiar spirits told them exactly their life story. They, they had a book for each person. 
Mother kicked them out of the house when they were 12 years old. Father has a girlfriend. Da, da, da. Father got remarried. So they were looking for what? They were looking for any little thing that they can offend them and hit their flesh. To what? To get them in the flesh. Why? Mm -hmm. To break that prayer. So, oh, I got the chills everywhere. Amen. Yeah, There's that's good. Things. This is such a, I mean, this is like a two and a half hour interview. I'm telling you, I'm going to share the link in Jesus name. I'll find it. You guys have to see it. it's powerful. Oh, so here's what happened. One of the witches uh, found out that this girl, her mother was very abusive and she like, you know, hated her mother growing up. This is what the demons told right here. She hated her mother. growing up. She forgave her mother. She's good with her mother, but there's still, you know, something in the spirit there. And so this witch came and knocked on the door of their meeting or like right before their meeting, there was this one girl was by herself. The demon said, go now. So this girl came and she asked, Hey, um, I heard you guys are having a prayer. I would love to join your prayer. This is a witch asking the three women if they can join the prayer. But the Lord told them in the beginning, do not let anybody join this prayer. This is a covenant between you three and one, four, right? By the way, I want to say this too. There's power in numbers. There's a power in a covenant. They had a covenant together. These three women and this young little young pastor, he was like in his 20s or 24, young pastor. But their hearts, look at this. The devil said, if they continue this prayer, we're going to have no power in Africa. No for 70 years. No power. Okay. With four Christians praying together six hours a day. I mean, you talk about like, oh my God, like never sleeping for a night. No, six hours a day, fasting in love and communion, praying and worshiping the Lord. And they're praying in the spirit. They don't know what they're praying for, but God knows they're breaking curses in Africa. Bringing revival is about to burst forth in Africa. And these witches and wizards are, are shocked. So the switch comes and knocks on the door. Hey, can I, um, can I join your prayer? And, and the woman said, um, no, I, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize about that, but it's, it's really only the four of us, the Lord said. And you know what the witch responded? Oh, you must not like me because I remind you of your mom. Of course. Mm, Something like that with that woman of God. It was like a pinprick right in her heart. It was a dagger. I, I mean, she said it worse than I said it. I don't remember exactly what she said, but it was like a dagger in her heart. And that woman got so mad and offended. She reacted in the flesh mm. and that broke that like glory, that grace that she's walking in. All of a sudden she's mad and she's in the flesh. Get the heck out of here right now. Ah! You know what the demons were doing? The, 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 the wizard said they were laughing. They said, we got him easy, easy done. That girl was so offended and was, was meditating on because you guys, I, I've been there. When someone has offended you, we meditate on it. We're like, oh, I can't believe my husband did that. Oh, he's so bad. Oh, I can't believe my mother-in-law did that. Ugh. And we meditate on this anger. Oh, you, you guys, it's it's not healthy. And it's spiritually, you're in the flesh, right? So this girl's meditating on, this woman of God is meditating on, and all of a sudden she stops going to the prayer. Done. And the wizard was like, <laughs> we beat these Christians. They're too weak. That's the power of prayer, the power of covenant, and also the powerlessness we have when we're in the flesh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. That's good. That gave me goosebumps. Like no, it does. And that, and then it's just, and, you know, this is something we've talked about too for a long time, especially when it comes to familiar spirits. Like people don't understand that these familiar spirits are documenting everything you do. Yes. And, and if you give them the foothold to operate against you, you know, just like 
how we talk about don't go to these fortune tellers and stuff like that because people are amazed by it because they tell your life story. Well, they're getting that information from a familiar spirit. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that the familiar spirits are fast. They can they can gather that information. There's many of them. Mm-hmm. And so when people are amazed by it, they fall for it. They fall for the tricks of it. And again, yeah, you're absolutely right. The power of prayer is absolutely huge and falling into the flesh. It, you know, it's, and we're not meant. because yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What, finish. I, I was just, you know, <clears> that the flesh is just, it, it's, it's something we all struggle with as, yeah. as human beings. And, and, and I, like I always tell people, I'm not no better than the next. Um, I, I try to continue to build each and every day. Uh, do I stumble here and there? Sure. Uh, and, and I'm building to a point where, that doesn't happen anymore. And I'm getting a lot better at it. And Chris is, and a lot of people here are too. And this is just like the, the journey of it is getting to that spiritual position. You know, like Ruth would say, if, if you start focusing on this stuff, you will climb that chain of command to become a general in the spirit so fast if we can get over the flesh. And it's these little things, these little things that they get you. It's an incrementally done process that these familiar spirits use against you and, and you may not even know it's happening. And the Bible says that the devil waits for an opportune time, an opportune time to throw you off of God's mm-hmm. will, of God's plan, of God's perfect peace, of God's perfect joy. Look, we live in a fallen world. We know that it's not easy, right? We all have our own trials and tribulations. Some of us right. go through pockets of, you know, really being in the pit, really being in like slander and mockery and everyone hates you and publicly being, you know, defamed. Like for example, President Trump is a great example, but you know, to, to, to you know, to kind of bring him forth, yeah. it's not easy what he's been through, obviously. I mean, I can't even imagine. I dealt with a little bit, you know, a tiny bit from being like from reality TV endorsing him and, you know, media backlash. I was like, you know, I was a baby. First of all, I was a baby Christian. Second of all, I mean, it was, I just, I've never dealt with anything like that. He's been through, you know, trials and tribulations in his business, but, but publicly, you know, how he's been scorned and defamed and slandered and lied about and coming after his family, coming after his wealth, coming after his business, making up false accusations, what's happening in court. I'm sure there are some little things that may be true, but the majority of it, you know, probably not. Right. But again, it's God to judge. I mean, this is just the vitriol and and the vengeance that that the devil has against him and what he represents. But the thing is, is that I'm just noticing him, you know, getting a little bit more bitter, a little bit more prideful, a little bit more, you know, you can see it and you can see it and you can hear it by what he's saying. You know, sometimes it's a little better, but sometimes it's, and I just, I'm praying for him because I'm telling you the moment where, and I'm not saying he, he's not saved you guys. I'm, I, he's, I think he's saved. I have pastors who, who know him and he gave his life to the Lord, but for him to really be delivered, for him to really be so full of the Holy Spirit that he can smile and love them even through the scorning and the abuse and the fake news. If he could, and you could, you would see it on camera. You would see it if, if he responded and, oh, she's just a stupid woman. Instead of saying, God bless her. You know, I'm praying for her. I really am praying for her. Like if those words would come out, that humility would come forth. I'm telling you, God, that's how you move the heart of God. That's how you move the heart of the father. And I'm not saying God didn't protect him. Oh, he did. He should have been dead a long time ago. They right. <laughs> supernaturally is alive. Okay. Supernaturally won 2016. That was totally Hillary was supposed to win. I mean, they were stealing it. It was a done deal. God intervened. 
And I do believe, and I know that God will and can intervene, but it's really about us. It's about us. Absolutely. We can't just just be stay bitter and throw stones all day at the left and think that God's going to move on our behalf. He's not. Let me let me tell you something. Mm. He ain't. Mm. That's not how it works in the Bible. That's not what he's done. It's the ones who, for example, around, you know, when they, when they marched around Jericho, they're, they were trembling in their boots. How are we going to take over this massive city with this massive wall? And the Lord said, just, you know, just walk around. Don't say anything. Okay. And they're like trembling, walking around this wall and bam, the Lord did a miracle seven days. Right. And then you talk about, you know, in, in the army, um, we even, you know, I uh, forgot who it was, but when they had this massive army and, there was way more of them than than there are of them, Elijah and Elisha, but there was another situation. And God Gideon? said, Gideon, thank you. God said, worship them, worship me, worship me. Put your worshipers in front. What? We're fighting like a like an actual warrior army and you want us to stop trembling and like worship you, you know, put the worshipers in front on the front line. They could have said, are you crazy, Lord? Are you out of your, are you out of your mind? You know, but they said, <laughs> Okay, Lord. And they did. And they were worshiping the Lord. And look, and the and the Lord turned the two armies that were coming against them, against Israel, against each other. And they killed each other. Okay. That's the miracles that God does. It's that place of obedience. It's that place of joy. It's that place of praise. That's where God really moves. That's really where you see the miracles. When the enemy says, I'm going to take your family. I'm going to take this. I'm going to take that. When you're on your knees, you were woohoo, glory to God. I love my Lord. You're worshiping the Lord and praising him instead of being frustrated and angry and mad and throwing stones and slandering and gossiping them and hating them. That's evil. God is never going to move on your behalf. It's actually going to get worse. God's going to let it get worse. You need to be in a place of like actual victory. Like Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know my God's going to do it. That's a perfect crime, but I got a perfect God. Okay. I know he's going to do it and it's going to be awesome. And I'm excited, Lord. And I bless your holy name in Jesus name. That's when God, that faith moves mountains. That faith moves the heart of God. It's not worry. It's not fear. It's not anger and frustration and cursing. It's faith. It's not flesh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. I am guilty of clapping back a time or two. Um, I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm getting good at hitting that delete button myself. So, yes, it's because it is frustrating to see all the stuff taking place. It does. Well, that's just it. Frustrating. You have you have so many people that are so quick to judge you, but um, they don't judge themselves. Correct. And and that's it's just I don't. I mean, I do get it because like me and Chris on our last show, we talked about it. Like we catch ourselves and this is just uh, like in general, like I'm sure everybody's done it at some point where we catch ourselves judging someone. And then, you know, God, God said, you're going to be judged how you judge others. Right. So right. it's like if, if we, we judge others and then we turn around and go do something stupid yeah, and you become a, a hypocrite in, in a, in mm-hmm. a certain situation and, I mean, I get it because we've all been there, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just, you also see so much of it where people want to sit here and judge you, judge you, judge you, but nobody knows what you or the next person are going through, uh, what your journey looks like, what your relationship with Jesus looks like. They have no idea. They have no idea, but people are so quick and it's usually just the Christians. It's always the Christians. I never have a problem with atheists. Yeah. Never have a problem with atheists. It's always the Christian cartel coming after you. Yeah. And it, 
No, it's true. And I'm sure I'll have emails of the little like lit up Christmas tree I have probably saying that like I'm a pagan worshiper or something. You know what I mean? Like you'll yeah. have those people, yeah. those Christian trolls online who think that no one sees it. God sees it. God sees it. Right. And so I'm like, you know, you just laugh at it at a certain point because they believe everything they read on the Internet and, you know, a pagan worship. Listen, I want to say this, too. It's actually a miracle. And, and the devil hates this day, which is Christmas, right? Jesus's birthday. For sure, some people, you know, only care about the gifts and only care about the Christmas tree. But there's atheists that are literally singing the birth of Jesus as they're driving in their car. It's really the one day of the year where like the whole world, like, sings about Jesus and they don't even realize, some, most of them don't even realize, most of them just- Stores. It's a tradition. Yeah. yeah. And you have, you know, Christmas complaining, oh, well, we shouldn't be celebrating Christmas. You can do you, boo-boo. I'm going to celebrate my my Lord's birthday. Okay. You're not going to tell me I can't, I can't celebrate. I'm going to do it in your face with a Christmas tree and hope that religious fire in you doesn't, you know, burns out a little bit because you you need really the fire of the living God, not, not, the, not the religious, that judgmental, angry, bitter attitude because that's all flesh. Amen. And, but you, Chris, Chris, you brought up a good point. And, and Israel said the same thing too. It's about being quick though. We've all fallen short, but it's about being quick. Lord, forgive me. I was just in the flesh. Lord, forgive me. I just mouthed back to this lady. Forgive me that I thought like the most horrible things. Forgive me, Lord, that I'm in the car and I'm driving. And I said, Oh, go to hell. You know, forgive me for those. Be quick to repent. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there and it happens once in a, you know, it happens once in a while. I'm like, Lord, forgive me. I don't want to go there. Lord, forgive me. Sorry, Jesus. Ma'am, I'm so sorry to react like that. And don't even give a reason. Don't say, oh, because you said this. No, I actually, I literally, the Lord, when I got in my car, the Lord said, go back and apologize. I go, I apologize. She was so rude to me. The Lord said, yeah, but you rolled your eyes and you you said something that wasn't nice when you walked out. And I said, okay. So I got back. Miss, I'm, I just want to say, I'm she's not even looking at me. She's all mad. I mean, she's bitter. She's full of anger and full of just, just nasty poison. And I said, miss, I just want to say, I'm really sorry. Forgive me, please. For Forgive me for being offended and saying something that wasn't very nice. And forgive me for rolling my eyes. You know, God bless you. And she got, and, and, but, but I had peace in my spirit. You know, the rest is between her and the Lord. That's between her and the Lord. I did my part. I got peace with God, peace with her. I did the right thing. I can keep moving. So it's about stopping in that moment, repenting to God and repenting to each other, because the Bible says to make peace with all men. In fact, the Bible says to seek peace with all men. Seek when you're seeking something, when you're looking for a golden treasure somewhere, you're 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 on the hunt. You're on the look. You're looking right. You're constantly moving and you're fine trying to find that treasure. You're seeking it out. Right? When you're seeking God, it's it's, it's a movement. It's, it's an action. You're not just sitting there. You're actually, you know, you're sitting there in the spirit seeking the Lord, right? So you're seeking. So seek and pursue peace with all men, the Bible says, even your enemies. You're actually more blessed. Not when you, the Bible, and even Paul says it, you know, he goes, well, what is it? Actually, even Jesus said it too. He goes, okay. Well, specifically, Jesus said this part. Jesus said, okay, that's great that you can be nice to someone who's nice to you. But it's really the glory and the blessing goes to you and you can bless those who hate you, who say the most evil things about you. So when I talk about you casting a stone, you're right. There's a lot of Christians, most of them. I don't get attacked by atheists as much as I get attacked by Christians with stones. And it's so easy to forget, oh, that was just with adultery. No, this is something that we use every single day, unfortunately. And that's, this is not the glorious bride the Lord is coming back for. It's not. And I'll be the first one to admit, Lord, forgive me. I've fallen short so many times. Lord, forgive me. Thank you, Lord. It's a new day, right? The, his mercies are new every morning. So you can start fresh right now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can start right now. 
you, some of you might need to call your wife and say, honey, I'm, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I'm so sorry for kind of losing my cool when you got home. You were so sweet to me. Honey, when you come home, I want to rub your feet. <laughs> and, and let's say you don't like to rub feet. Rub her feet, okay? That's called dying to flesh. That's called going the extra mile, right? Jesus would wash the feet of his disciples. So taking that extra, after you get cursed and you bless them, then take that extra mile, right? Walk with that coat that they stole an extra mile with them now. Well, actually, mm -hmm. the, the, they, they tell you to, to hold their coat. Ask them if, they, if you can walk an extra mile with them, holding their coat. That's really, that touches the heart of God. You don't think God is going to answer your prayers. You don't think that God is going to really step in and help you in a situation if you're just blessing people that are, uh, you know, you, you know, and again, it's, it's, it's easy to be in the flesh. It's, it's, but it's easy to get out of it as well by the grace of God. Right. And that's, that's, that's a big thing. Grace. It's a... I mean, by by God's grace, I mean we're still here. Uh, we're still we're still kicking. I mean, I tell people all the time, I, I'm not worthy, you know. Uh, but by His grace, He He saved us, and even and just showing that love too. I mean, that's what Jesus did. I mean, all the people that were going to kill Him, He said, "Forgive them." Like they don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's it's that's crazy. I mean, in a good way. That the the the, the because how many people can honestly say at that point, we can we can look at all these people and be like, forgive them. They're, they don't know what they're doing. It, mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's just such a wild concept of the, how the love he walked in yeah. is something that I aspire to be more like. Um, that has been one of my biggest things is walking in love. Because I know love is the greatest thing of all. So it's it, it, I feel like that's also been the hardest thing for me because of... Um, you know, just uh, decades of walking in the flesh and walking in um, anger and bitterness. And mm -hmm. it's, 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 and I, I don't want people to think that, you know, it's, you're going to be zapped overnight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, God may bless you completely. It, it could happen, but a lot of these character traits are built and he, and he guides us. He guides us through all of it. He understands that it, it's not easy, you know? That's why, you know, the narrow is, or the gate is narrow. But um, yeah, so yeah, and, I understand. It's maturity. You're exactly, because there's salvation. There's, there's two different things in Christianity. There's salvation, which we have believing in Jesus. Amen. But then there's also maturation. That is a process. Just like when you've matured from being a baby to a teenager, to a young adult, to an adult, you're maturing. Same thing in the spiritual realm. You know, there's not many people that are graduating in the spirit, right? In the natural, we have graduations, right? You graduate junior high school, you graduate high school, you graduate college, you get a diploma, you get, you know, pat on the back, a meaningless diploma, right? And you keep going, right? But then in the spirit, no one's graduating. Everyone is the same level since they started 10 years ago. I, I met someone, I mean, not to judge them, God bless them, 40 years with the Lord. They don't know a schmick of what's in the Bible. Not, not a lick, like nothing, not even an iota. Same, obviously, since they don't read the word, they're the same maturity level as if they were saved yesterday. I mean, the same. They have never yeah. grown. And they're yeah. and they're not in their post, they're not in their position. And you know, back to the point of being, you know, blessing people that curse us, we're gonna see one day in heaven. There's so many people, I know people who, who have, you know, had near-death experience. I've interviewed them on my on my on my show, where they they were in front of they were in heaven and they saw the Lord judging people. And they, what, what really what happened was they saw a playback of their life and the Lord showed them every single instance where they loved someone, how it 
snowball effect and domino effect in their life, in that person's life, on their kids, on their on their on their people at work, and so on and so forth. The trickling down of kindness and love, and the opposite of it. He's they've seen situations where they just threw the you know middle finger up. And how it pissed off that person, how that affected his day and that how he took it out on his kids and the wife was mad and then back to the family relationship with the grandparents. And it and from that one little unkind evil gesture, all of the ramifications from it. You know, you think about a, a mean school teacher or someone mean in authority or someone, you know, who has power, how much it affects people. So much it keeps trickling, and and he the, the the guy was lamenting to the Lord. He said, "Lord, forgive me, my God. I didn't realize that that one mean thing that I said affected so many people. Mm. I didn't. You don't realize that on earth. We will all see it in heaven. That's why the Lord told me stop and get back inside that store and apologize. Because if I didn't do that, if I didn't make peace, and I said, forgive me, woman, uh, forgive me, forgive me, you know, young lady, I'm so sorry, forgive me. You know, I, I it's I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Even if that little seed of love, that little seed of peace, it's in her heart whether she wants to believe it or not. And thank God, because if when I when I went in front of the Lord and if he said, Anna, I told you to go, daughter, I told you to go back and you didn't go back. Why didn't you go back? Here's what happened. She was mad at her dad or mad at the father. She got into a car accident the next day and she went to hell because of you. Her blood is on your hands because I asked you to go back and repent. You did not listen to me. Her blood is on your hands. I don't want that. At the end of my life, you guys, you don't want it. This life is very short. We can know all the facts in the world about everything that's happening. We all know the facts. Okay, we know there's people that want to kill humanity off the face of the earth. And we know that they're being powered by demons. At the end of the day, whether they believe it or not, it is a spiritual war for everyone's soul. So when they're angry and they want to kill humanity, I'm talking about the George Soros, I'm talking about Clinton, I'm talking about whoever's in the, there's more people that we don't even know their name, okay? Right. Now, do you take a stone at them too? Are you going to throw your stones at them? Because it's easy to. It's easy to say, Jesus, rain down fire on them and incinerate them. I, I, I hope they all go to hell, right? I mean, I was there, you guys. That was me in 2016 before I found Jesus. Yeah. I was like, I hope they all go to hell. And the Lord's like, that's not my heart, daughter. Repent. That is not the spirit of me. That You, you know who you're pleasing? If you're not pleasing God, you know who you're pleasing. Mm. If you're not pleasing the Lord. You're pleased and the devil's like, yeah, mm. keep, keep shouting at, keep cursing them. Anna. keep doing it. Keep, keep, ooh, keep telling them to go to, oh, I'm, yes, keep it going, girlfriend. He, it, 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 it excites the enemy. Okay. And you're in the flesh. So instead of, and I've learned not to throw stones at Soros or Clinton. I said, Father God, they bless them, Lord. Father, I pray for their deliverance. They do not know what they're doing. Some of them do, but some of them really at the end of the day, even wizards and witches, when when they share their testimonies, I've had a few people. Like I had um, John um, John um, uh, John Ramirez. Was it John Ramirez? Yeah, John Ramirez on my show. There's another Ramirez. I don't know. Okay, I've John read Ram- his book. Yeah, he was. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's an He he served the devil. He was one of the high ranking wizards as well, and you know found the Lord, and. You know, he said, it's just the devil cheers us on when we're in the flesh. And, you know, it's it's easy to curse people. But again, it's not of the Lord. I forgot, I forgot what I was going to say. What was my point about that? But, um, but you know, we don't, again, even, even throwing stones at the world, even throwing stones at the people who hate humanity. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's what it was. John Ramirez said, even though he was face to face with the devil, and the devil lied to him and said, I have more power than Jesus. By the way, that, you know, that picture with... Jesus and uh, Satan arm wrestling. Yeah. 
that's a fake news picture. Jesus ain't arm wrestling nobody. Right, right. Yeah. Arm wrestling the devil. Let me tell you. Let me. He created that little devil. Like he created him. He was. It was actually a beautiful um, archangel. Right. He's not. Jesus is not arm wrestling anybody. The Bible says in the Revelation, Jesus is going to go, and every everyone's going to go into the lake of fire. I mean, one little breath. He doesn't have to pick up his arm. He's not battling the devil. He's <laughs> he's laughing at the devil. Okay. Two different two different scenarios. Okay. So with John Ramirez, he even though he knew he was with the devil, he knew that he, he knew he was doing black magic. He knew people were dying. He didn't understand. And this is what Jesus said. They don't know what they're doing. He didn't understand the ramifications and the truth, the reality that the devil's lying to him. The devil said, you're going to have a party in hell. You're going to have such a party. You're going to be like the boss of the town. That He didn't understand that that's not true. He didn't know that Jesus said, forgive them or they do not know what they're doing. He didn't know really the ramifications. So even the witches are like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have, have a party in hell. There is no party in hell. You will be absolutely suffering. You'll be suffering for all eternity. And there's no, there's no peace. There's no joy. There's no God. There's no love. There's no compassion. There's no, no one to talk to. In fact, there's no food. You're hungry. Imagine you're hungry and thirsty, fasting, you know, let's say, or, or when you're not eating a meal, you know, that, that pain in your tummy, let's say, you know, eat for however long, however long it takes for anyone, starving and thirsty for all, you're never going to get an extra sip of water. You're not even going to get a drop of water. You're not going to get a little tasty piece of food in heaven. There's trees. I mean, I have people that saw heaven, Pastor Ruth saw heaven. She took fruits stuff, delicious, the best fruit she's ever had on earth. The best. It can't even compare to earth what she felt in heaven. You can eat whatever, you can dance, you can be joyful, you can praise him. And all that comes out of you is love. That's all that, all that, and the Lord showed me heaven. I was, I had an encounter with it as well. And how much love and joy oozes out. Really, it is the joy of the Lord. Do you want the joy of the Lord for all eternity where you're literally, it's like, it's orgasmic. Like it is, it is on another level. You think that the, you know, husband and wife, you think that that's great. You don't even understand what it is to be one, not just with your wife, right? When you're one with God. It is a bliss and it's an ecstasy I, and a euphoria. You will, you can't get with any single drug on earth. I don't care if you take the best drug and I haven't, you know, thank God on drug with, with all the dopamine that's released in your brain, you have no clue what it even compares to in a spiritual realm when you're one with God and you really have like, I don't want to say God's drug, but you know, like the most amazing euphoria through the Holy Spirit. Right. And I, I've heard a lot of people that have encountered uh heaven i mean i like i i listen to a lot of like kevin zadai because he's he's like he's had the encounter with heaven and stuff like that but i've also heard a lot of stuff about like like drugs on earth about how the devil creates this stuff to imitate That's because yeah. that was a feeling like ecstasy i'm not saying go do drugs kids i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying he creates that drug to send you down a path because that imitates a feeling of the love that's in heaven and it'll send you, it'll send you to hell by doing it. That's what the Lord told me at the Western wall. That was exactly the, the revelation I got. I, I heard the Lord say, when I felt that ecstasy, that like, it was just that euphoria. I'm telling you, it was like, I can feel joy and peace and, and exhilaration and like just the most amazing emotions. And I remember um, I heard the Lord say, this is why the devil created drugs. This is, before, you know, I was an atheist, you know, atheist, you guys, I was actually blaspheming God in Jerusalem. When I, when I was doing that, the Lord touched me and opened my eyes. And I was an eight, you guys, I was an eight, I was actually technically a backslidden Christian, but the Lord told me, this is why the devil created drugs to mimic this. And I don't know what this was. I didn't know until 
10 years later, that was the Holy Spirit. But the Lord said, this is why the devil created drugs to mimic this. So what I believe is real, it actually goes a little deeper. It goes a little bit farther than that. I don't want to say deeper, but a little bit farther in terms of what the Lord revealed to me when I got saved was that the Bible says that there's a, that the Lord, that the, that the Lord put a, a hole in our heart that only he can fill a longing in our heart to search out for God. Okay. So there's a longing in our spirit man to encounter God, the Holy Spirit, right? There, there's a longing there. So it's interesting because drugs will kind of like spark that. It's like a mimic of that, like, mm-hmm. ah, ooh, wow, you know, but in the spiritual, the really, the, the real thing is that's the Holy Spirit, that peace, that awe, that love when you're drunk in the spirit, whoa, where your heart is not racing, you're not affecting your organs, right? You don't have a peak and up and down drug, you're paranoid. There's none of that. It is the cleanest thing. And so the enemy, that's what the Lord said, the, the enemy, this is why the enemy created drugs to mimic it. That this, and that's why people get addicted to drugs because they're addicted to that feeling. They're addicted because right. spiritual longing for it. And it's never, you're never, you're never going to find satisfaction in it ever. It's only the Holy Ghost. That's why people that are, are really, you know, drug addicts, the only way they can really get over it is really through the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, there's some people that quit cold turkey, amen, but they're always tempted, they're always kind of looking around or looking over their shoulder, looking for their next drink. You really can't be cleansed of that until you're filled with what really is supposed to fill that hole, which is the Holy Ghost. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if I may, there's a comment here. Stacy said, actually, Laura, Laura Higgs said, I react before I think. I have to learn to step back and breathe and pray. Amen. Listen, that's why this is why we, you know, we share these testimonies because the Lord said we overcome the enemy, the devil, by the word of, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony, Revelations 12, 11. So it's these testimonies of how to die. What is dying the flesh? Uh, actually, uh, I react before I think. So you just catch yourself, say, Lord, I don't want to react before I think. I want to think. That's why the Bible says be slow to anger, slow mm-hmm. to speak, quick to listen. This is something you can practice. And I practice every day. I don't have anyone telling me, Anna, you got to do this. I want to challenge. I want to grow in the spirit. I want to grow in maturity. So I'm. if I react quick, I go, okay, Anna, don't you, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. I'm so sorry, sister. And now I'm like learning. Okay, bite your tongue. Like sometimes I'll bite and my tongue hurts. <laughs> like, okay, mm-hmm. start learning. And that's how you start growing. Because Stacy, the next comment is Stacy Whalen said, they the dying to flesh is a long process and you often go back and forth. Um, I mean, I get what you're saying, but you can also use that as an excuse. And I just don't want to go there. Because yeah, dying to flesh is a long process. Oh, me, you know, I'm not saying you're saying this, but I'm saying like the way that I'm reading it, because sometimes you read a text message differently than how someone meant to say it. It right. is a process for sure. I agree with you on that. But you can do it. There's some people that say, Oh, I'm I'm just gonna. You know, I want to live my life in the world. And then when I get to like 80, like I'll give my life to the Lord and I'll serve him. Okay. You don't even know if you're going to get to 80. You don't even know. That's risky. That's a, that's a gamble. I used to gamble for a living. I used to be, you know, professional poker. Yeah. You don't want to gamble your eternity ever. You don't. That's one thing you don't want to gamble. So why, you know, oh, it's a, it's a process. It is a process. Of course, it's a, pro- it's a level to level to level to level. But all things are possible with Christ. What I've learned in the last two years, having a, having a, a pastor who's on fire, Pastor Ruth, who's on fire for the Lord, who sees yeah. me, will call me. She'll literally call me if she sees me. She'll see, she, she, she smells my vomit in the spirit. I, one time I was really attacked, I was literally attacked by witchcraft. I could not stop throwing up. I could not stop. It was the craziest thing. I'm sorry to say like vomit on, on the show. No, but it's, it's totally fine. 
it was so spiritual. In fact, there was um actually that evening I disobeyed the Lord because I, I was I wanted a little like I had a little salsa left over. I love salsa. So there's like this pico de gallo salsa, you know, healthy little vegetables in there. And I went to go eat. And I heard the Lord say, don't eat it. And I said, don't eat it. I'm like, oh, but I'm craving salsa. So I went to the fridge. I'm like, eh, you know, I'll just like eat it. So it just, I took one spoonful. One, I was like, well, I'm sort of like obeying the Lord, you know. No, so I ate that one spoonful. I went to bed. I woke up at about 2.30 in the morning. I ate it like at midnight. Two in the morning, three in the morning, I woke up. Bleh, and I couldn't stop. I was in so much pain. And, and it was to the point where I'm like, this is, this is not normal. This is not natural. This is, this is one bite. And so um, funny enough, Pastor Ruth calls me. She goes, daughter, are you okay? I smell vomit in the spirit. I see your face. She would. Smell. <laughs> she would. I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah, I don't know. She goes, oh, it's, 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 I said, I said, I disobeyed the Lord. I said, I wish I didn't live. I, I didn't know that the, the tomatoes were old. Like, oh, like what in the world? They're, they're acidic. And I go, but mom, this isn't natural. This is, I took one bite. She goes, oh, it's not natural. The enemy's using it because you disobeyed the Lord. Now it's actually spiritual. So she said, I bind that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Repent. And the Lord forgive me. I'm so sorry. Forgive me for disobeying you. My goodness. I'm sorry, Lord. And forgive myself, Lord. And, you know, and so <laughs> she and stopped. It stopped. And I'm being real with you guys, right? Like I'm being just real. You know, I was like an idiot for, for like not obeying the Lord, even with a little salsa. I'm telling God, here's amazing. Here's the amazing thing. When the Lord tells you something, an instruction, it's not to hurt you. It's to help you. It's right. to, he doesn't want me to not get any sleep and vomit all night and uh, and disobey him, which is a sin. Okay, this disobedience is a sin, especially when you audibly hear him. And I audibly heard him saying, "Don't eat that right now." I'm like, eh, you know, and and I did anyway. And so again, it's God doesn't want to hurt you. He wants to help you. He wants you to have a beautiful rest of sleep. He wants me to wake up in the morning feeling like a little bird, you know, flying. Instead, it, it it tore me up for two days, almost to my stomach. I couldn't really eat anything for two days after that. I had a really bad reaction, but it was also spiritual. So listen to the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, do you happen to have the rumble chat open or no? Probably not, huh? I, I actually was reading it. I was reading it as you guys were talking. Yes. This is why I've been looking down. So you guys. I got some, I got a couple things I want to give away. Um, okay. And we're going to give a couple ounces of silver away tonight. What? And obviously, uh, people know what to do. Just type Hall in the chat. Anna, if you could just pick two, yeah. two people once they, once it starts going. Okay. Um, oh, it's going to start rolling too. It'll start rolling. While so, we're doing that, I'm going to, I'm going to try to find that video with that, um, wizard who, that incredible story, that incredible testimony. You guys have to, all yeah. you guys have Phenomenal, I'm telling you. Absolutely. Cool. Yes, but okay, I will definitely look them up. Um, liked, no, not liked. Watch later. Here it is. There they go. There they go. <laughs> there they go. So you you told me in Pastor Ruth that we actually kind of helped you with this little trend that you're doing here. Did you sure did? You planted the seed. You, you started. You planted this. the seed. Yeah, you started <laughs> this. How did it start? Oh, was it because? Oh, I okay. Now I remember. I remember. I remember. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Chris, go ahead. You you want know, to pick someone? Yeah, you do it, Chris. Okay. All right, then. Well, we can pick two people. Okay, he All picks right. one. All right, deal. 
Okay. Because I don't know anyone here, so I'm technically, you know, I'm not biased. Not so, to say that you're biased. Yeah. You might just see all the names all the time. I don't. <laughs> I don't like to pick anybody. Okay. Why not? I like to make Chris do it. Uh, there it is. Uh, NGA dog. NGA. I'm going to guess that's North Georgia dog. NGA dog. You just so how you so you just Wow. Well, congratulate. You just, you just pick a random name? Yep. So As cool. they're scrolling, I just pick a random name. Okay. I'm going to put in a random comment with that YouTube video testimony. Hi. What is going on? My still phone? rolling. Which still one did you say? NGA dog. NGA DAWG. You just won an ounce of silver. Congratulations. Don't spend it. <laughs> Don't spend it. Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah. <laughs> you just hold on to that. Keep that. You hold on to that. You guys, I mean, that's really, I mean, silver is like, as I was going to say, it's like gold it's because it is so it's undervalued. It, it, it is better. Holy cow. It's yeah. going so fast. Anna, you want to pick someone? I, there's so many names. Okay. So, um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to like slow down my speed. Okay. Okay. Lord, who is going to be the lucky, you know, the blessed winner? Um, okay, Lord, I'm just going to keep, I keep seeing your name scrawling. Okay. <laughs> Um, ba, ba, da, ba, ba. Ooh, Heather 70. Congratulations. You just want a piece of silver. Heather's. I see her. Heather 70 right on. Yes. So if you guys, if you two winners could email us at alphabetsmedia <clears throat> at gmail.com, get us your spot where we can send it out to you. Username, your name, and we'll send it out to you. Yeah. Anna, the very beginning the very beginning of all this, when you put that seed into alphabets and um, it, it worked out great. Jesus. Like it was, it was so perfect because I, I told Chris, if it was, if that seed was directed towards me, I'm not sure I would have done the same thing that Chris did. Cause Chris wow. came to me and asked me about it. And, and he's like, we should just, we should, we should get silver and give it away. I'm like that. He's like, that's God's money, right? So let's let's. Do, I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. Let's do that. And oh. ever since that day, now that we like give out silver, now people just send silver in oh to give God. away. So it's oh. just, and it just constantly goes. So okay, you've never told me that, <clears throat> and I have never told you this either. When we got, I got off the show, I heard the Lord say, "Give Chris." $500, send him, you know, send him, send him this. And I'm just going to be, you know, open. It's just what the Lord said. Give, yeah. send Chris $500. And I said, okay, yes, Lord, no problem. So I sent it to him. I'm like, wait a second. What about Israel? And I said, Lord, and he didn't answer me. And I <laughs> he called, said, don't give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like you're in sin. I'm telling you, but there's something. With, and you just didn't, you just said it yourself. I don't know. I actually called Pastor Ruth and I said, Pastor Ruth, let me ask you a question. I heard the Lord say this, you know, to give it to Chris, but I said, I didn't hear the Lord say that to Israel. And I don't want them like to, you know, I don't know how close you are. I know you, I know you guys are brothers, but I, I don't want to instigate any jealousy of any sort. I don't want them to think that I, I like, you know, Chris and I don't like Israel. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Chris is married. I'm not trying to hit, you know, I'm just, this is what the Lord said. And I said, I said, mama, pastor Ruth, I call her mama Ruth. Am I, should I also just send it to, to Israel? Just, you know, pretend that I heard both. And she said, no, you need to obey the Lord to the point. And I said, okay, Lord. And I did. And then I asked the Lord why. And he oh, did. Me good. 
And at that time, I mean, I'm not going to mention things, some of the things you told me, you know, personally, what you were waiting for. But the Lord said, I want him to lean on me a little bit more because I'm about to release a big blessing to him. And, oh, I just got the chills because when I mm. saw it, Vegas, you told me, you, woo, I have the Holy Ghost chills. And, and you told me, and I, I was crying, like you, you told, I was like tearing. You told me the Lord released it to me. And so it's like, and you admitted it just, you said, I'm glad you didn't send it to me that you sent it to Chris. I couldn't understand it. I said, Lord, you, you know, I usually give, he usually gives equally to people. Right. But he said, just send it to him. And it was like, the Lord was testing you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he even tested your heart, right? Because if you would, if you would have been envious or angry or jealous, God would not have released that money. If you would have been at all, he's test. See, the Lord does this to test my obedience, to test Chris's obedience, and then to test your obedience. And you passed it with flying colors, and so did Chris. You, you passed I, it. <clears throat> I'd be lying if I said in the beginning when Chris told me, I was, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> Why just Chris? No. Like I, I and, did in the beginning. I was sitting there like, all right, um, uh-huh. I guess Anna don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> and no, I like quickly, like I, mm-hmm. I prayed about it and uh, what was just going on because Chris was asking what we should do with it, and yeah. I didn't want to give a wrong answer or anything. And as I prayed about it and everything, and Chris talked about giving it back to the community, and I was like, you know what? That's perfect. And, and, and it is, and that, this was what, this was what, how long ago? That was back in February, I think. February. So it's, it's been, it's been a long time. Obviously like he's still doing stuff and I still have stuff like processes I'm going through of, (laughs) of, of release of like government stuff and all that, but it's still coming. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like I know I'm, I'm not worried uh, any way, shape or form. Me and Chris, you know, no matter what comes in, what goes out, uh, we know that God is in charge. And, mm-hmm. and at that point, I've grown so much since February. Even that time when we all talked on the phone with Ruth, and mm-hmm. Ruth is like, "You really need to like get into the Word." Like that yeah. was like a mission statement. Yeah, she said, "Release it. Don't even think about it. Worry about it." Because <clears throat> in the moment where you're not even thinking about it, that's when God's going to release it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. literally. Everything changed after we talked to you. I mean, that show, but, you know, talking with her afterwards, like that night, my mind was blown. Like I was very emotional. And when you did that, I just, yeah, I prayed. And I said, God, what do you want me to do with this? Because I know it's got to be something. And then I swear, it's like I heard him and he was like, just buy silver. And I remember the day I called is I was so excited. I said, hey, I know what we're going to do. I know this is what he told me to do. And so what we did, it started out, I bought four, four ounce silver bars that had the Lord's prayer on them. They were four ounce bars in nice little cases. And I was like, cause, and it was immediately, it's crazy. I pulled up my Atmex app and that was the first thing I saw. And I said, that's got it. That's can't be by coincidence that the first thing I pull up when I look at others, you know, I was trying to find something unique. And that was the first thing that popped up in the feed on my AppMix app. I said, that can't be by accident. That can't those be by accident. Bars, right? Yeah, those were the silver, yeah. four ounce silver bars that come in the nice package. Wow. And yeah. they had the Lord's Prayer on them. I said, that can't be by accident. That's, it See, is what it is. Your heart, brother. And again, this tested me to Israel. Trust me. I felt so 
I don't want to say uncomfortable, but I did. I felt uncomfortable. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to give one host and not the other. Like what in the world, Lord? Like why? But I, you know, here's the thing too, you guys, and this is a lesson I've learned too. You don't have to explain when the Lord tells you to do something. You don't have to explain. I mean, sometimes the Lord will say, explain to this person. You know, I mean, this is like a year later. You told me, I'm glad you, and now I'm like, oh my God, I can actually tell, I can tell you the Lord said not to. And again, it was like, he was like testing your, 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 your faith level, testing your relationship. Chris was tested as well. I mean, to, to even bring, he didn't have to say it to you. He could have just been like, I'm going to keep it and hoard it to myself. Instead, he said, Lord, what do I do? Israel, what should we do with this money? That's really a brotherhood. And that's actually solidified to the Lord showing me too. It solidified both of you even closer. That Absolutely. one little thing, that one little thing, $500, you know, $500 of stuff, that one little thing. It's even deeper. And then you trust him more and he trusts you more. And you're, you know, we trust each other because I trust my God. I know I heard him audibly say, this is give it to Chris. So it's like so good when the Lord tells you to do something, to obey it right away without waiting, without compromising. I just needed a confirmation as I called my pastor. The pastor said, no, the Lord confirmed it. Give it to Chris. She's like, I don't know why. The Lord at that time wasn't showing why. He didn't show it. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't understand it. I did. I didn't know why. But later on, when we met, I realized, oh, the Lord, the, that's why the Lord released it, because he wanted to test you. He's releasing it now to you, Israel, because when you lay down and not get jealous of your brother and together give it away, even though, Chris, you need it, you gave it away to your audience. And the Lord has what? The Lord has multiplied it like bread, you know, like the the, mm-hmm. the, the three loaves and, and the fish. He just keeps multiplying. People keep donating. People keep multiplying. That's what happens with love, the power of obedience. And the power of his Holy Spirit blessing something in love. And how many people you're blessing and that are blessing each other. And see, this is the things we're going to see in heaven. Lord's going to show one little act of obedience, what that did in the spiritual realm. Amen. So good. I'm glad we understand because I was like, how am I going to tell Israel? Like the Lord told me not just only Chris, but it's really, it's so cool. It's so cool. No. And I I totally understand that too, because you said that God needed me to lean on him more. And at that time, that was 100%. um, I was, I was in just in February, completely different mindset of where I'm at now. See, I had to step out of the boat to, to like, like I told you back in February that I was quitting my job in March. Mm-hmm. And I, I quit my job because in, in that moment, all I could think about was bills. Yeah. That was it. And I wasn't really necessarily leaning on him. But when I stepped out of the boat and as you know, here we are and it's December and this podcast is still going. Everything's still going. It's going great. And I've learned to lean on God way more. And it's about that habitation, because when you have that habitation, then guess who answers the door when you got a bill to pay? And that's what I've been learning a lot is God is taking care of everything. I never know where it's coming from, but it always works itself out. And how funny is we were really talking about this in the beginning of the broadcast when I just got saved and how the Lord showed his faithfulness, how he paid every bill. Anytime I literally had a bill due in a few days, I said, Lord, what do I do? I just literally would just be like, Lord, what do I do with this bill? And, you know, Pastor Ruth. She, you know, she was going through a fiery furnace trial of herself, that seven times fiery furnace, a slander, the accusations. I mean, you know, people hate prophets. They really hate. They oh, I know. Stone them to death. So anyway, so she's like, Lord, we, you know, we got fired from our job because of these rumors. Like, what do I do with this mortgage here? I got a mortgage here. Lord, this is your house. This is your glory house. We minister here. We take, you know, we take murderers and prostitutes to live in our home. And we, you know, we give them the word and we disciple them every day. I mean, this is, this is your bills, Lord. Uh, 
we're just going to give it to you, Lord. Just tell us what to do. Bam, the next day they get a phone call. Hey, we want to pay, um, we want to bless your ministry with like $5,400. That's exactly the bill that they have for the mortgage. Things like that is normal. When you make the right. supernatural, a supernaturally normal lifestyle, you know what I mean? It is so fun. Like for those <laughs> people that take the step of faith, it's like literally it's, a, and, and uh, Pastor Ruth's son had a dream that she was like walking. And every time she took a step up, even though there was no step, a, a glass plate appeared. And then when she was taking her next step and she was like flying around, you know, there's like clouds everywhere. And, and the, she didn't see a step, but she in faith took it and a glass would appear right before. And mm -hmm. then, and she, and she saw his mother, you know, his pastor, his mother just walking in faith. That's what it is. You don't see it. It doesn't make sense. I mean, look, it didn't make sense to me. Didn't, it didn't make sense to anybody. Right. But the Lord knew. And you just, you just do it in faith, right? The Lord said, quit your job. And it's, he's not going to tell everyone to quit their job, but he, you know, he told me to quit my job. He said, sit home and commune with me and read my word. And I did thank God. And I've had, oh my God, I had so many encounters with so many dreams, so many visions, so many things I didn't even read in the Bible yet. I, 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 when I read it in the Bible, I was like, oh, I saw that. Like I saw by God's grace. Like I saw the, 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 the supper, the, you know, the, what is it called? The lamb supper with, with the bride in, in heavens. I saw it. I saw this big, beautiful clouds. I saw this old, ancient, I mean, the only way I can describe it is ancient looking, this massive uh, wooden table. Like I saw even like the, the the two legs, it went all the way down. Everyone's sitting on these, um, it looked very uncomfortable, like old wooden chairs. <laughs> and there was just so, there's a whole plate of all oh, so much food on the table. It was like white linen table. Uh, no, sorry, no, it wasn't white linen. It was, it was that wooden table, food everywhere. We're in the clouds. Everyone is sitting next to each other. So many, oh, so many chairs. And I'm looking down the table and the table goes all the way into the clouds. Like it's a long, you know, one of those ancient tables where you, mm -hmm. you know, you know, dinner together, but it's massive. I couldn't even see the end of it. And next to me, I was sitting on the corner next to me was sitting Jesus and I'm eating and I'm talking to him. And I, and I, I, I realized in this vision, the Lord is not only talking to me, I couldn't understand this. You guys, baby Christian couldn't understand the thing. How in the world he was talking to me, but at the same time, even though all these seats were taken with other people, I knew in that vision, he was talking to every single person individually. And I couldn't understand it because he was sitting next to me and talking to me. And there's no other seats for God to sit anywhere with them. And how was he talking to me and talking to every single person at that table? He was communing individually with the same person, every single person at the same time. I couldn't understand it. But anyway, I didn't know about the lamb supper of, you know, the, 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 the wedding feast, you know, the, the lamb supper up in the air, you know, after second Thessalonian, that's second Thessalonian, Thessalonian, where everyone's up in the air with the church. I, again, like they're so cool. So when you really like obey the Lord, go deep in the word and you take that step of faith, it is so much fun. And it is mm -hmm. so exhilarating to have encounters with your Lord and learn about him, not just in the word, but also in real, you know, in, 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 in real life, you know, you can feel him, you can see him, you can touch him, you can, you can feel his love. Like it's so cool when the word comes to life and your life becomes a supernatural life. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I did I too. It. Praise God. I did too. <clears throat> this was so wonderful. I want to really No, I needed it. I needed that. I needed that <laughs> message tonight. Anna. I did. Thank you. Oh, God. I love you guys. I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to be coming back once a month. I hope you guys know. I'm just going to invite myself over. <laughs> hey, anytime. Hey, anytime. Anytime. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I don't, don't bother me none. I mean, I'm, I'm I was, me and Chris have been talking a lot. I mean, me and Chris talk a lot all the time. But uh, just the other day, I think it was like, what, last week? I was mm -hmm. like, because we can talk about events and stuff. We all understand what's going on. And, and yeah, we can, we can expose things. We can talk about things. But I was like, I need more Jesus in the in the show yes and and because if we're going through this awakening like i always give the pilot analogy if 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 god's going to hand over the keys to the kingdom yeah by taking out red sea moment taking out this evil doing what needs to be done for for some years of glory and stuff like that um we got to be spiritually ready and what's he gonna when he's not going to hand over the keys if we're not ready that's right so right. we need to focus on getting more Jesus in here and getting people prepared for that. So Anna, you're welcome back anytime. Hey, yeah. But bef before we get off, I really, I do want to hear about the website. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I know when we were in Vegas, I saw so many cool things and you told me you were working on this and uh, there's a lot of good stuff because I'm mainly interested in the water filtration stuff. Like, because when I learned uh, how much crap they put in the water and the fact that it just when you're showering anything, like it's crazy, crazy stuff, man. Amen. No, it so. is. Crazy. You know, um, I, I see I'm Patriot. I really needed this tonight. Thank you. Praise the Lord. All glory to God. Amen. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, I'm trying to put the link, you guys, of that that testimony in the rumble. It's not letting me put. I just texted you both. If you can put it in the rumble or. Yeah. Me, like, Chris, whatever. you got that? Yeah, whenever. But, yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, when. when uh, when I asked the Lord, I said, when I got saved, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do now? You know, I left the world. I left, you know, my poker boyfriend I was living with for, for a long time. We were dating and playing and everything together. What, what do I do now? I don't have anything for work. Do you want me to go to, go to medical school? Cause that's what I, that was always the plan. And I heard the Lord tell me you can, if you want to, but you're going to be doing full-time ministry. And honestly, the first thing I thought was that's awesome. I don't know what that is, but if you're my <laughs> boss, like, that's if you're, you're my boss, I'm very blessed. Like you are the best boss to work with. I'm, I hundred percent will know that cause you're awesome, you know, but I had no idea what that meant. And you know, the Lord started expounding on years later, even though I didn't jump into full-time ministry, I had to learn, I had to grow, I had to read the word. Right. And, um, I heard the Lord tell me a few years in, he said, your ministry is a little different. Your ministry is not just the soul and the spirit. It's also the body. The body has been so neglected and so attacked by the devil, not just with the food that we're eating, the water that we're drinking. It's also the air that we're breathing. And so he started taking me down a rabbit hole of things that, you know, chemicals and toxins, things that we take in our home voluntarily. When we go to the store and buy, you know, all these 40, 30, 40 different chemicals that sit under our kitchen cabinet, you know, kitchen, uh, kitchen sink or even in our pantry, we have more chemicals than, oh, than, you know, healthy stuff in our home sometimes. You know what I mean? Like we have a lot of stuff. So the Lord showed me that the, the water, what's in our water, what's in our, what's in our food, what's in our you know, air that we're breathing, so many contaminants, so many chemicals we're breathing in as well because of all the things we bring in. Febreze, stay away from Febreze. It might smell good. That's straight chemicals. You're breathing it in. Your animals are breathing it in. You're wondering why everyone's sick and cancer and diseases. It's one of the many things. So the Lord told me, four years ago to start digging. And he started telling me, look up this company, look up that company, look up this company. 
So everything here, the Lord told me himself, these are all godly technologies. This is what I heard the Lord say. I want you to start calling this godly technologies. You have living water, alkaline water that is real. You're, when you when you buy alkaline water in the store, alkaline water, it only lasts for 10 hours. What you're buying in the store is not alkaline. It might be a little bit of a pH, but really there's two things in water you need to know. It's not just the the pH, the potential hydrogen, you also, the alkalinity is the charge of the water. And so water that's moving in the mountains, it has high energy. In fact, if you go to products and go to like living water, if you go down even, you'll see a living water machine. That's one of the first things I started with. The Lord said, start looking into this company. And I started digging. Real alkal, see how you, if you look, if you actually go back up, you'll see the water moving. Water in the mountains, it's always moving. It has high kinetic energy, right? It's living water. That's actually how we're meant to drink water, moving, living, active water. What does that do? Number one, it hydrates you. Number two, it detoxifies your kidney, detoxifies your liver, cleans your blood, cleans your organs, cleans up inflammation. That's how God created us to drink water from the mountains. Now, what happens is, you know, we have a lot of people and you need people need access to water. People just start putting in the water bottle. Well, it, you know, it's not a bad thing. I, I get it. Listen, you're on the go. Not everyone has a mountain next door, but here's the problem. <laughs> Number one, the plastics, the forever chemicals in the water, but then also that active living water, it starts to lose its energy and it starts to just get, become static. And it's, I call it dead water. If you ever noticed you drink a whole bottle of water and you're still thirsty, that's mm -hmm. because probably acidic water, acidic water clumps together. <laughs> if it's sitting there, it's actually going to clump together. You drink it and your body's not absorbing. It literally comes right out. So not to go into much of like a, a biology lesson here, but if you go back to like the homepage, little by little, the Lord said, check out this company with the air filter. This, it's not just an air filter. It's an air. If you go down to um, Aaron service pro, the first one, uh, the first one, I mean, Aaron service pro, the Aaron service pro, this, this, this isn't the best hospitals in the world. This is a patented technology. It not only gets rid of dust, pollen, anyone has allergies or asthma. My sister had severe asthma. She used her inhaler. I'm not even joking. The Lord is my witness. 16 times a day, she used her inhaler. She used her nebulizer four times a day. This was before COVID. This is when COVID started. We were very nervous for my sister because we're like, how in the world is this girl going to make it? But the Lord said, look at this. So I heard researching this technology, researching uh, this company, researching everything they're doing. They're in the best hospitals in the world. This thing not only gets rid of pollen and dust and all the little contaminants flying around, it's also releasing hydrogen peroxide. It's also releasing it from the machine and sanitizing the air, the surfaces. I'm telling you, like, if you're a germaphobe, this is amazing. And I was <clears throat> You know, COVID's not the last thing they're going to release. There's always something, swine flu, H1N1, there's always flus. There's always something that's happening. And God forbid they release another virus. This hydrogen peroxide will sanitize and kill everything. It's safe for animals, safe for humans. So, I mean, like little by little, I mean, you guys can go through. I mean, there's um, a really cool, if you yeah. go to the last one, H2 Fuel. There's a really cool little one. If you go to products, H2 Fuel. Um, it is a little mini molecular hydrogen machine little mini molecular um, molecular hydrogen gas. It's really hydrogen gas, right? Molecular hydrogen. So what this is going to do, you just put water in that little thing. You press the button. It's portable. It's a double glass. I've literally dropped that two times on concrete and it did not break. <laughs> so anyway, no. literally didn't break. I was shocked. So this thing, you press a little button 
and you're going to see the little um, hydrogen gas come in the water. It's going to infuse the hydrogen gas. It's going to make antioxidant rich, electron rich water. That active water, that hydrogen gas, hydrogen gas actually binds to something called O minus, which is a free radical in your blood. It will neutralize it and make H2O. It will hydrate you. It will get rid of toxins in your body. Really good. Hydrates you really well. I had a guy, he had a really bad psoriasis on his skin. He couldn't afford the living water system. So he got this little mini one to start with. And he said, Anna, the first week, his redness went away. And the second week, the inflammation went away. Because psoriasis, a lot of it's, it's inflammation because it's, it's a, you know, a autoimmune disease. So it just keeps attacking and building. And so that pushing up the red blood cells, it's pushing it. That's why it's red because there's so much fluid and so much they're pushing up the, the, the blood cells to, to the skin surface. So it's painful. It's red. It's swollen. doesn't look good. You know, and so he gives it to everyone at his, at his work. He puts water in there. He turns it on. So you guys, the cool thing, and I was telling alpha guys here, alpha vets here, you can get 10% off and um, you can get it delivered in a day or two. I mean, it's, it's amazing. 10% off using code alpha, all capital alpha. Uh, and and the, 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 this really cool thing is too, the companies that I work, you know, I, I don't want to say I work with them, but I, I buy things in bulk. And so they gave me a holiday special. So I'm giving you guys a holiday special. I'm giving Alpha Vets here a holiday special. Everyone here, these are great Christmas presents for those wondering. The H2 fuels is $300, $299. You get 10% off. I think it's like two, what, two, you know, 70. I mean, that's really, yeah. really amazing. It's a great gift. It's a great thing for health. Uh, you're literally going to feel hydrated, you feel energized. It's going to clean your blood, clean your liver. Then you can upgrade to other things. I have like an all in one clean machine. You can steam your whole home no chemicals. There's 26 attachments on a steamer and it's a vacuum cleaner. It's so cool. I mean, really all these things have been put together in a portfolio by God's grace. Like I'm telling you right now, it's all the Lord said this one, this one, that one, that one. It's a really cool uh, portfolio of healthy, healthy technology. So it's an honor and a blessing to serve my people, you know, to serve God's people first and foremost and to serve the Lord. And it's, it's, yeah, it's just a blessing. It's such a blessing. The one I liked that you showed me in Vegas real quick was the laundry, the one for the that hooks oh, up yeah. to your washing machine. Click yeah. what? Click on that for a second. Click on that for a second. Laundry yeah, pure. that thing. Yes. Okay, this thing is insane. No chemicals, no detergent to do your laundry anymore. Wild. No. So this is cool. So this thing. So this is the crazy thing, and then I got to go in a second. But I want to say this. I it turns out that that chemicals and detergents. They're, they're, it's not the thing that cleans the clothes. Detergent actually emulsifies the water molecule. It activates the water molecule. It's the water that actually cleans stain. So if you have a system here, by the way, same technology that's in the air system, the active pure technology, by the way, made in America. Hello, that's awesome, right? Most of the things right. by the way are made in America. The, um, the, the I have a grounding mattress made in Italy. The, uh, the, the steamer is made in Italy, like really, really great products. Now the Laundry Pure, this thing, the way that it works, it the act, the technology in there, as the water is going from the cold water line into your washer, now you just have an extra step. Super easy. You literally mount it on the wall. You can put it on the floor, whatever you want to do. Just put the cold water line in, and then they give you an extra line to put into your wash. It's going to activate every single water molecule. You don't need detergent. You don't need chemicals. The past three years, you guys, I have not bought detergent. So let me tell you, this thing pays for itself, number one. Number two, it's super healthy. Uh, I had a rash on my back, totally gone. I could not understand where it was coming from. That was from 
detergent. I had a little patch of sensitivity. Your, my fabrics, my clothes is lasting longer. My towels are super fluffy because I'm, I'm not, my clothes are brighter because I'm not destroying it with detergents. One last other thing too, the same technology as the air unit, it also creates hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen, so it's killing also in your clothes and as you're washing, washing the clothes, it's killing odor causing bacteria and odor causing fungus. So it's sanitizing mm -hmm. your clothes, cleaning your clothes. And if you look down even, like you guys can go on the, on the, on the I'm not gonna spend too much longer on it, but you guys can go down, even if you go down on the website, um, that's a video explaining it, but keep going. Testimonial, that's a good one, keep going. Fox News, look at this, you don't have to play it, but Fox News tested this in 2000. You can play it if you want to, but um, they tested it and they saw it works. So early 2000 model. This this stuff is really cool. It's really 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 cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's uh, healthy home technologies. Healthyhometechs.com. Amen. Healthy home yeah. techs. Healthyhometechs.com. Yes. Technology is too long, so I <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. use uh, alpha 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 code, right? Yeah, just use um yeah, all capital alpha, alpha. I, I don't right. think I made alphabets. I think I just made it alpha. You guys are just the alpha and the omega. <laughs> so yeah, and you guys can yes. all get off in Jesus' name. Awesome. So you always an honor, always a pleasure. You Absolutely. and Israel and Chris, I love both of you equally. <laughs> now Much we know the other. Amen. But you know, sometimes the Lord is just the way he, he works. Um, but you know, it's just so cool to be able to talk about. I'm so glad we cleared that up. <laughs> oh no, I, I trust me. I never had any hard feelings or anything like that. No, he's so I know good how the Lord works. Explain. It doesn't make any sense. Sometimes it's like, what? Sometimes, but the Lord, yeah. sometimes it does. Most of the time it doesn't, <laughs> but one day That's we'll right. understand it in heaven, but you guys always an honor, always a blessing. Mwah. And I will Absolutely. see you all soon. God bless everybody. God bless you Thanks, guys. Okay. We will talk to you guys on Thursday. We'll be back. And uh, again, thank you, Anna. And have a good rest of the night, everybody. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Code Alpha. Bye.